1: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Bashi here. Today we have a super exciting guest, Mallory Aveline. She offers spiritual mentorship and sells courses that help shift your mindset and perspective. She also travels as a keynote speaker and hosts the Your Truth Evolves podcast. Welcome to the show, Mallory. Thank you so much for coming on. I feel like I definitely said your last name wrong. I We just no, went over you totally
2: it. No, totally said it right. People look at it all the time, but you said it
1: right. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk with you. It's a pleasure to have you. We're going to have some great conversation. We'll cover what's working, your podcasts, your challenges, and your goals. And I'm sure within that conversation alone, we'll have some great takeaways. Before we jump in, do you mind telling us a bit about your story and where you are today?
2: Oh, how do you put my story in a nutshell? Um, (laughs) to, To wrap it up, I spent 16 years as a professional hair and makeup artist. I was a bridal specialist. I Worked in New York Fashion Week. I did a lot of editorial styling, red carpet hair and makeup, worked with different celebrities, loved it. It was super fulfilling, filled me to the brim every single day until it didn't. I had a pretty deep spiritual awakening and started really deconstructing religion and asking questions about God and like, who is God really? And who is God in all of these different cultures and these different religions and societies all over the world? And that insatiable hunger. I have an insatiable hunger for curiosity, which is probably why the tagline on my podcast is stay curious because your truth evolves and just really went down a new path. And so now I am a spiritual psychology practitioner licensed globally and coach people do speaking, have a podcast. I host a lot of different events and retreats. And I'm currently in school to become a new thought minister and get my doctorate in divinity. There's a whole lot more to that story. I mean, there's abuse in my past. There's addiction. There's a lot that I think built the foundation of the bricks of the woman I am today. That's beautiful. I want to know a little bit more about, so you did, you were
1: you know, a stylist for 16 years, Okay. And then you started questioning God and the church. How did those two things correlate?
2: Oh, I think if I were to say they correlated, I think there's a beauty on the inside that we're all searching for, whether you call it God, energy, source, love, divine creator, divine intelligence, whatever name you have for it. That I feel like is the beauty inside of us that exudes on the outside. The first part of my career was very external beauty and getting women to see themselves beautiful on the inside by witnessing themselves beautiful on the outside. And now I feel like I've come full circle and it's reverse, like really getting women and men, I work with men too, but mostly women and getting them to see the beauty on the inside by getting them to recognize that they are connected to a divine energy, a divine source, and that there's nothing wrong with them and that they're perfect just the way that they are. And when they can see that in themselves, they begin to see their outward lives very differently.
1: So tell me a little bit about the turning point from, you know, you were doing all this research and you were trying to figure it it out for yourself. And then now you're teaching other people how to figure their stuff out. So at what point did you decide it's time to help other people?
2: Uh, Well, I was in the middle of 2020. I started coaching and doing some speaking in 2018. And then in 2019, I went to one of those conferences, you know, that they put you in a room with thousands of people and it's life shifting and they have all these different speakers and, you know, activities that you do that you really tap into a different part of you. And so I started on that journey in 2019, but it was in 2020 when, you know, the beautiful gift that was the year of 2020. And (laughs) when everything locked down, my salon was closed. You know, most businesses that weren't considered a necessity at that time were closed down. And so I was at home for nearly seven weeks. And when you're spending 60 hours a week running a business and seeing clients, I, I mean, I had a moment where I laid right here in this office floor and just bawled my eyes out. And I was like, if I'm not a stylist, who am I? -hmm. If I'm not Mallory, this celebrity hair and makeup artist that's traveling the globe, who am I? And so I just started searching and I started seeking and I started studying ancient texts and reading things other than the Bible and getting this bigger understanding. And I'm just somebody that shares. I just do. I've always shared my journey. I've always been somebody that very much heals out loud. And I always say I heal out loud so other people don't have to suffer in silence. And the more I started speaking up about some of the things that I was finding and some of the discoveries within myself and and even being able to pull myself off of anxiety meds and antidepressants and sleep aids and all these things that I was on by tapping into my spirituality, I started to share that and people started to notice They're like, you're so different, Mallory, you have this demeanor about you that's confident and calm and it's just different what are you doing and so I started teaching online some of the things that I was doing and then people started asking for events like would you do an event would you like bring people together and teach these things and so I started hosting events and I've hosted 26 events to date my 27th one will be this coming Saturday and started, I just had this, I've always had a passion for teaching. I taught in the beauty industry as well, and I've just always had a passion for it. And so I think just my natural nature of wanting to share the things that I'm experiencing invites other people in to want to learn and get curious. And, and so that's really what started it. That's beautiful.
1: I want to talk a little bit more about what, you know, what you do for your clients. So you talk about, I know when you were, you sent in an application, you were talking about bringing consciousness into your business and taking quantum leaps in your success and fulfillment. What does that look like for your clients? What kind of processes do you go through methods? I'm going to cover that a little. Gosh,
2: there's so many methods that I have that (laughs) I'm I'm licensed in neurolinguistics. I do a lot of subconscious work. You know, there's this saying that um, we only use 10% of our brains, and that is not true. <laughs> you consciously use about nine to 10% of your brain. All the other part of your brain is your subconscious. It's your automatic. Programs. It's the things that you learned as a child. It's the things that you've learned through trauma or traumatic experience or heightened states of negative emotions. And you've put these different beliefs into your subconscious. And many of us operate on autopilot in that. And so taking a look at maybe some of the executives that I work with, and they're very high performing people. And for some reason they're hitting a wall, they're hitting a wall with their numbers or they're having a lot of turnover. Well, how can we look into your subconscious and see how you're operating on autopilot and where could you elevate that consciousness and start to operate in a different way? And even going down, I mean, I work with, you know, women in network marketing that spend a lot of time at home with their children or women that are new to entrepreneurship. And they've always had this belief that they had to work for somebody else in order to be successful. They have this idea of financial security only comes from being an employee somewhere. And so when we can get into the subconscious and we can really flip some of those programs, because we're all programmed, our brain is like a supercomputer. I always say that our body is like the hardware of your computer and your brain's the software of your computer. Well, what would you do if your phone was acting crazy or your laptop was acting crazy? You reboot boot it, you might do an update. Well, we have to do the same things to our brains in order to take that quantum leap and obtain the wisdom that it truly takes to achieve the things that you're after. So, I mean, I do breath work. I teach my clients meditation, visualization, different journaling exercises to really tap into their subconscious. And so I do a lot of different things. I have a lot of modalities that I love.
1: That's very interesting. I love the computer analogy. They're so true. So true. It's
2: a good what one. What do you yes. get it?
1: <laughs> So you started this approximately like 2020. Yes. What do you wish that you knew back when you first started that, you know, now?
2: Oh my God, that you don't have to do it like everybody else. (laughs) Stay (laughs) authentic to you. I am authenticity is such an important word to me. The root word actually comes from the Greek and it means to author your life, create your life you do not have to do things like everybody else just because it worked for somebody else for so long. I would try these crazy funnels and these crazy launches and invest, you know, thousands of dollars into these different systems. And oftentimes it would completely flop. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I'm doing all these things like all these people say, and it's not working for me, but it's not the way that I operate. I like grace and I like flow and I like ease. And I don't believe that we have to subscribe to society's way of doing things that is like oh well stress is just normal if you're high performing well stress is just going to be normal if you want to be successful and that's simply not true you can get in what i like to call divine alignment and that's getting in alignment with how your individual soul likes to operate that's the study of spiritual psychology we're not so much interested in the physical aspect of psychology, but we're interested in the soul aspect of psychology. And so when we can really look at your soul and how your individual unique expression likes to express in the world and get in alignment with that, you tap into your unique systems and your unique gifts, and you're able to operate in more ease, more flow and more fulfillment in your life.
1: That is so true. I mean, once you start being truly authentic, that's when that's when things start truly working out. So I want to know what's but what specifically I, I understand the ideology behind it. But what specifically are you doing different in your business that
2: most other people are not doing? one of the things that I think I do differently is I love to bring people together. I love to be in person with people. I am not, I actually don't even love the word coach. I do coach people, but I'm a practitioner. I'm really interested in your soul and in your subconscious. And with coaching, I got really tired of being online all the time. I don't want, I Podcast. I'm already online for that. I teach a couple classes. And so I'm already online for that. I don't want to be face to face at a computer like this 40 hours a week. It does not bring me joy. It is very stifling to my creativity. And once I got more in alignment with how I like to do things, I started hosting events. And the beautiful thing about hosting events, sometimes they're small. I might have 15 people, sometimes they're bigger. And I have 150 people. This weekend, we have a sold out event and I capped it at 40 people because it's more of an intimate event. And so people can experience me live and in person, real time, oftentimes for a pretty low ticket price and get a taste of what it is that I do. Because if you're an online entrepreneur, online coach, you offer a service online, people are kind of just trusting, right? You either have some really great reviews, maybe you have some good videos and people know how to trust their intuition. And they're like, oh, that's the aligned fit for me. But I'm all about energy needing to match in order to have a successful fit with a client a successful relationship in that way and so that's why I love hosting live events and I do probably four to six a year and it's just a profound different way that I've found to do things to invite people in to experience me in real time and that that's I'd say that's really what I do that's probably the most different than what I see
1: but I like that you bring that up because I think a lot of coaches right now, even if you don't like calling yourself a coach, a lot of coaches right now solely focus on doing online stuff just because that's, I guess, what's easiest. That's the yeah. most convenient. So I like that you're going above and beyond for your clients and that you want to make sure that you, you guys are energetically aligned. I think that that's great. I think you're you're getting, I'm sure you're getting amazing clients because of that.
2: Yes. Yes. It's been amazing. I absolutely love it.
1: So that said, what are some of the biggest challenges that you're facing in your business right now?
2: Biggest challenges. I would say a consistent flow of clients. It seems to ebb and flow some, you know, I'll go three to six, a three to six month period where I have what seems like triple the clients. And then it'll kind of go into a lull and I'll have definitely a lesser amount of clients and more free time. And I even, I even battle within myself because I do love my free time. I love to study. I love to write. I'm working on my first book. And so I do my best to honor those times when there's not as many clients to care for, to take care of, to be with. But I I would say consistency in the amount of clients that I have at any given time.
1: Are you trying to I guess, make things more consistent right now? Or are you trying to just kind of surrender to the to the way that your business ebbs and flows? Both.
2: <laughs> definitely. <laughs> okay. I'm always in a lesson of surrender, but I, I don't think that things have to be either or. I think they get to be and both. And so I think having that... I guess, attitude or posture of surrender and also it being consistent. So not having to, you know, fight for every sale or fight for every client that you're bringing in, surrender to the times that I have less and hit the pedal to the metal at the times that I have more. And so it's definitely both, but you know, that's, um, that's the duality that we live in, I guess.
1: It is. Yeah. So then on the flip side, what is, What is some of your what is your I guess favorite success story that you've gotten for one of your clients?
2: Mm, I worked with a woman. I don't ever say names, but I worked with a woman for a year. That when she came to me, she was super successful. She's an entrepreneur. She's the CEO of her company, and uh, was just really having a hard time connecting with herself, having a hard time connecting with her teenage boys, having a hard time connecting with her partner having a hard time trusting people, feeling really disconnected from her spirit and kind of questioning, you know, cause like I said, yes, I do coaching and yes, I do neuro-linguistics and yes, I work on mindset and all of these different things, but I'm deeply interested in your spiritual aspect. What are you doing to connect? You know, you don't have to call it God. You don't have to pray every day, but what are you doing to get your spirit right? And so we work together one-on-one for a year. And the transformation that I have seen in her, I mean, she gave me probably one of the best reviews that I've ever been given. It was like a 10 minute video review. And I was crying the entire time that I was watching it because, you know, they'll say things to you when you're with them in session and you know how profound it is, the work that you're doing together. But when she's like, I have met my soul how do I, how do I describe that to people? How do I describe to people what you have done for me? I have met my soul. I feel liberated. I feel beautiful. I look in the mirror every day and I see pure potential. I understand the laws of the universe. Now I no longer work against them. I'm in so much ease and grace and flow in my life. My boys have noticed my partner has noticed my employees have noticed. And so when everyone in your life notices that you've become this newer, more evolved version of you, and you quite literally can go tackle the world. Now her business is expanded and they've opened another location. And she's like, this is all because of the work that we've done together. And so when you get feedback mm-hmm. like that, I think like, that's why I do what I do to help liberate people from the thought patterns, the decisions, the things that keep repeating the same experience year after year and help them to break through that stagnation and really get to this place of pure potential. And so I would say she's probably one of my biggest client wins.
1: I love that. I love that. That's such a beautiful story. Yeah. We are slowly running out of time. So let's go ahead and let's cover your podcast. What was the intention behind starting the podcast and
2: what is the meaning
1: behind the name?
2: Oh, it's so different now. When I first launched my podcast, it was the same as my business name, which was the Aveline Collective. And as I went through my deeper spiritual awakening and started getting into the things that I'm into now, I rebranded it, um, about a a little over a year ago, I guess I rebranded it to your truth evolves and that's the entire point is to teach people that what was once true for you does not always have to be true for you. So Mm -hmm. every time on my podcast that I have a new guest, I, I start with the same question. And it's exactly that. Tell me something that was once true for you. That's no longer true for you. And people will go super spiritual and they'll say, oh, I used to believe that God was a man in the sky just waiting to punish me. And now I know that God is the indwelling divine presence within that leads me every day. Or people might say, you know, I, um. I used to think it was difficult to make money and I was never going to be able to make money doing what I love and that I was always going to be an employee somewhere. Now I know that because I'm living my authentic expression, I get to make money on my terms and I get to call in all the abundance. And so the whole premise of the podcast is really to get people to understand that they do not have to continue to live the same life and the same experience year after year after year, that when you align with your truth and your authentic self and align with the laws of the universe, then you can quite literally create anything that you want to create in life.
1: I love it. I love it. So do you do mostly
2: interviews then? Do you do any solo episodes? I do. I do solos. I do interviews. And if you see behind me, I know you guys that are listening, can't see, but there's a picture up here on my office wall of my two best friends. And we just a few months ago started recording some episodes and the series is called, but were you naked? because we're always, we're all about getting naked, meaning stripping it all away. All of your beliefs about trauma, all of your beliefs around sex, around relationships, around friendships, around business. And so we allow people to submit questions and we answer them live on the show. And so my podcast is, it's got a little bit of everything. I do interviews. I do solo episodes. I do some things with my friends. And so we do a mix of a little bit of everything. That's really cool. That's really cool. I like that.
1: Have you found a way to monetize it or is it just kind of? I
2: have not. I have not monetized my podcast at all yet. (laughs) I know that it exists. I know that I've actually had, um, I hooked up with a gentleman, not like literally hooked up, but I linked up with a gentleman. on LinkedIn and he has a top podcast and he's like, Mallory, there is no reason that your podcast should not be making six to $10,000 a month. And I'm like, somebody teach me how, because right now it's, it's, I mean, full transparency, it's a labor of love. It really is. You know, I'm, I'm the one that does all the editing. I do all the graphics. I'm kind Mm -hmm. of a one woman show. I don't say that proudly, but that's where it's at right now. And so I'd love to be able to monetize it, but right now it's it's truly a labor of love and a service piece to get people some information and real knowledge and wisdom to help liberate their lives. Absolutely. And I think that podcast, even if you don't monetize it,
1: there's still a great way for you to build authority, build credibility. If people can go and listen and decide if they align with you or not. So it's it, the podcasts are very, very useful. Yes, they I, are. What are some of the biggest challenges that you face around growing the podcast? Uh, that I don't know what to do to grow
2: it, <laughs> and probably that I'm a one-woman show, and that everything's that- on my. Um, so yeah. I am looking. I've actually been doing some inquiring with some different companies on, you know, how how I can grow it. How can I get mm-hmm. it more visible? Um, you know, I know video is a big piece, but I am no video editor. <laughs> so <laughs> there's there's definitely some pieces that I know that exist, but um, I'm not implementing them because I don't have the time nor the skill set.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm, I get it. I get it. I you know I'm fortunate enough that I don't have to do the editing but being a one woman show and you have a business to run it it can be a lot and you're writing a book
2: (laughs) yes all the things
1: (laughs) all the things um all right I think this is a good place to leave off Mallory thank you so much for coming on the show if anybody's looking to get in contact with you what's the best way for them to find you
2: my website really. And that's just Mallory, And I'm sure you'll spell it out in there for them. Um, I'm pretty active on Instagram. I just got back on TikTok, and so you can kind of see some of my fun content there and the things that I create but the best way to get in contact with me and see what it is that I offer and how to work with me in events and retreats is my website.
1: Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur and would like to come on the show, please visit top100interview.com. Thank you.
0: Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free.